Having such grown-ups makes it easier to pretend and to think about things. Yes, Tuesday show. You're listening to the goddamn Dave Hill show on WFMU. Now on a flipping Monday. You notice, folks, you notice how this, what this show is like. It, this is not a show. This is called a bacchanal. <laughs> an orgy of talent. Then... <laughs> Oh, sorry. Um, what I meant to say... is before I get into things, you just heard... Funkadelic with Whole lot of BS, the 1972 version. Before that, Happy Chichester... with Artificial Fanfare, parentheses, music in my head... Happy, I think there's a rumor going around town. He's going to be at uh, Wesley Stace's Cabinet of Wonders in October at City Winery in New York, I believe. I believe. Um, and before that, the Rolling Stones, Torn and Frayed. I think that's only the second time I've played them on this program. Uh, if you're, you know keeping tabs I'm not saying I don't know what my point is really I, I'm on a lot of cold medicine before that the misfits hybrid moments and before that a little song called Angel Witch from an album called Angel Witch by a band 
which also is called Angel Witch. Oh, jeez, that was a bit much. All of which can only mean one thing. Hello, and welcome to the goddamn Dave Hill Show with me, Dave Hill, the pride of Cleveland, closet over-conditioner, and chairman of the Dennis Marouk Fan Club, Merrickville Chapter. Hi, how are you? I'm electric. Thank you so much for asking, and thank you for joining me once again for the goddamn Dave Hill Show, coming to you live each and every Monday night, for the most part, from 9 p.m. to midnight, which is to say, the witching hour. From right here, in steamy Studio A here at WFMU, home of the hits. I'm starting to annoy myself with that, I have to admit. Located right in the heart of glorious downtown Jersey City, New Jersey. A little slice of paradise on the Hudson. Anyway, as always, we have a gravity-defyingly good program in store for you tonight. Metal Injection Editor-in-Chief. Oh, I didn't mean for that song to play now. I'm going to play that later. What the hell? What kind of operation is this? Get it together, Dave. That's me and my inside voice. There we go. That's better. All right. Everything's back on track, and it's the slick radio program I intended. Anyway, Rob Pezboni from Metal Injection is going to be coming by, making his triumphant second appearance on the show. That'll be in the 10 o'clock hour at some point. We will also be joined by New York City Experimental Rock Duo. I don't really know if they call themselves Experimental Rock Duo. I just came up with that uh, on the fly. That's professionalism. Um, Anyway, Bright Brown is coming. One of the members plays a Chapman stick. So uh, pull your loved ones close. Uh, That'll be a little later. Sometime in the 11 o'clock hour. They're going to be playing tomorrow night. I think it's tomorrow. At Bowery Electric in New York City, home of the stars. As always, I encourage you to join the chat room at WFMU.org, where right now, sexy singles are chatting away about everything and nothing at all. Space Cowboy, Dennis D., Irma Gerd, Nipple Trigger, Ms. Sim. Slick gold. I'm just scrolling through rapidly, so don't think that I'm excluding you. I, it's just that, uh, anyway, you see my point. Anyway, go there. Just get in on the action. Follow me on Twitter, at Mr. Dave Hill, at Mr. Dave Hill. That's also my, uh, Instagram name, if you want to, uh, just be inundated with uh, pointless photographs throughout my day. To find out when I'm coming to your town as part of my global assault on uh, the globe, go to DaveHillOnline.com. Rate and review this program on iTunes, five stars or one star, nothing in between. Uh, Tell me what you like, don't like, and I'll ignore all of it. The number... It's 201-209-9368. That's 201-209-9368. My lovely and talented secretary, Ms. Shane Feinberg, is out 
with yet another botched cosmetic procedure. I think she tried that, uh, what is that? Eyebrow threading? Horribly wrong. Anyway, she's not here. Danny D, uh, you know, hope for the best, prepare for the worst. That's all you can do with him. He's not here. We don't know. House arrest, probably. So jumping into the breach once again. From parts unknown. Mr. James Fernandez, a.k.a. Dez. Speaking of Dez, I want to thank him for jumping into the captain's chair, grabbing the reins last week while I was away in Germany. And before that, the week before that, I was out uh, for uh, glamour showbiz reasons. Still stateside. So I want to thank Mayuko for filling in for me. Then, uh, two weeks ago, the number here, once again, is 201-209-9368. 201-209-9368. This is the goddamn Dave Hill Show with me, Dave Hill, mentioned earlier. There's a call on hold. Let's see. I couldn't possibly guess. Hello, you're on the air. Hello? Hello, who's calling? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I'm sorry, who's calling? I was waiting for that. Yeah, is this the bloody stump of Bensonhurst? Yes. Ing Dave, the pride well, of... Or you could call him the used condom of Bensonhurst. The used condom of... The used condom of Bensonhurst? Well, you could pronounce it. Uh, I, I don't... I feel like that doesn't have as much traction as the bloody stump of Bensonhurst. Yeah, of course not, but uh, I mean, hard to think of a just, better one. Just the merchandise alone. Oh, then used condoms definitely out. Well, I don't rule it out just yet. In fact, um... For those listening who have the stomach for it, (laughs) I strongly encourage you to get your pens, pencils, paintbrushes, and uh, whatever else. And uh, the used condom of Bensonhurst. That's tonight's art assignment. So uh, tweet it at me. That ought to be Uh, lovely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the problem with used condom of Bensonhurst, and I, I doubt there are any shortage, uh, is that it, it, it leaves less room for uh, interpretation, I think. You know what I mean? Like Bloody Stump of Bensonhurst. People just took that one and ran with it. Yeah, you I came I mean? up with that right at the moment. Yeah, well, you know, you didn't think and you just went with your gut. And I think we can all learn a lot from that. Yeah, I should do that all the time. Yeah, because when you think, then that's when we get stuff like the used condom offense. <laughs> exactly. Get in the way of yourself. Yeah, exactly. Get out of the way. Yeah, next time, if it'll be on next week. Uh, well, what do you mean, about, uh, if it'll be on week? Why, has there been rumors going around that I'm going to be uh, kicked to the curb? No. I'm back. For the foreseeable future. Which will be probably a few weeks. I honestly have no plans to leave town.
for several months. That's oh, almost that's almost like a vacation for you in a weird way. It is. I have no I have I do not have a single plane ticket booked until December. Well, that's only four months, but... That said, I'll probably go somewhere in the next couple of weeks. That's cool. I just don't know where yet. But life will take me somewhere, and I'll, I'll be ready with uh, half as much clean underwear as I need, if I know me. Not You'll to buy brag. more. Yeah. I love that... There's nothing I love more than buying underwear on the road. Do you, know, do you know that feeling, James? I do. I am familiar with it. It's It's great. It's improvisational, you know, like everything is up in the air. Yeah, you don't know what you're... I have a... I bought a three-pack. Internationally? That could be a tough call. Well, not on this last trip. Mm. I was um, I was in Scotland a couple of years ago, and I bought a three-pack of boxers in, you know, just some store in Glasgow. And uh, every time I break them out... You think of them. I think Scottish underwear time. I think that was a good trip. Any lingerie? Why would I buy lingerie? I did buy a like a scarf that was probably intended for someone's aunt. Uh, I did buy that also when I was in Scotland. I don't think it was at the same time that I bought the boxers, if I recall. I believe I I bought the scarf. It was like a blue scarf with some silver uh, in it for a little hint of glamour. Mm-hmm. Like if you're having a night out with the girls. Mm-hmm. Put that on, and yeah, I got that. Uh, but I what think about any shows? You're doing any local shows? Yeah, but I Get can't just start. I don't have a cold. I thought you did. You said you're on the the, the medicine. I was. That was just, uh, you know, it's the, the other lib. The other that medicine. was just an ad. That was just me keeping the muscles sharp. You know. Well, I'm glad you're feeling good then. I'm reasonably healthy. Uh, though I, I, I'm still uh, coughing up dust, I think, from the Vakken Festival because it was in a field and it was really hot. Better than coughing up blood. Sure. True. Well, I mean, no one's going to fight you on that. That's what I should have said. The coughing up blood of Bentonhurst. Silence, uh, I guess that's not good either. No, I'm, I'm just thinking about it. The coughing up blood. I was wondering myself, It's like, is it better if it's on the street? Does that make it more of Bensonhurst? Or if he's in his apartment, then that's not really that special. So Coughing up blood? It, yeah. yeah, it's still in Bensonhurst. Wait, I don't... As I was, isn't it, shouldn't it be the coughed up blood of Bensonhurst? Mm. Not the coughing up blood of Bensonhurst. Well, coughing up blood means I'm in the process of doing it. The heaving, mm. blood-coughing muscle of Bensonhurst might be more appropriate, yeah. I don't know what to make of this. I'll, tr- I'll try to think of something spontaneously good next week. <laughs> no, see, then it's not going to happen. Because if you're thinking about it, the bloody okay. stump of I, Bensonhurst... I will not think about it. The bloody stump of Bensonhurst, you were... You were... You were Standing on the shoulders of the gods when that mm. came out of your mouth. Did you see Joe Tate's? Cadaveric spasm. Yeah. That was a good one. But that wasn't uh, really improv at, at the moment. No, cadaveric spasms, that, that's a good one too. But I don't, bloody stump of Bensonhurst. I mean, there's like a. 
there's like a whole line of merchandise, slankets, yeah. everything. Do they I've still seen some, some of the art? Oh yeah, the art. Joe, great. Joe Tate, exceptional again. Yeah, his as was fantastic. Oh, there's a lot of guys. Yeah, there was a lot of impressive. Uh, and a woman oh, also. I'm partial. Oh, what do you? Oh, a female oh, artist? Yeah. You mean? Well, yeah. No one, no one made drew it down gender lines. Oh, wait a second. We've. Hang on, I'm gonna put this on hold. Another call coming in. The number here is two zero one two zero nine nine three six eight. I'm Des is in here with me, so they'll just be going straight to hold for the mo- for the moment. But we'll get. We're gonna grab you and hold you. Um, Ing Dave. 20 minutes? Yes. All right. Later. Thank you. Later. Bye. Bye. Hello, you're on the air. Hey, guys, it's Jerry. How are you? Jerry. Jerry. Buddy. Jerry, what's happening? Oh, let me tell you, I, I think Ing Dave, I got to go. How about the, the, uh, the uh, bloody phlegm of Bensonhurst? The bloody phlegm of Bensonhurst? He might have used that one even, yeah. No, I don't think he has, but, I mean, see... This is like um, when the Beatles came out. As I understand it, there was a lot of people that tried to sound like the Beatles. Mm -hmm. But they weren't the Beatles. No. So when you say the bloody phlegm of Bensonhurst, there's a flash of brilliance there, Jerry. But it's derivative of bloody stump of Bensonhurst. That's true. You know, that's Dave Clark 5 at best. Yeah. Bloody stump is pure genius. It's pure genius. Yeah, I mean, bloody phlegm, that's, come on. There's only one way that could happen, but a bloody stump is a, a, multiple ways. Oh, that's true. That's true. Well, I, I, that I tells the story. To, uh, that's that's yeah. the whole point. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, Ing Dave was, uh, you know, he was with that whole expectorant thing uh, going with it. Come on. The, I'm really trying to uh, build up the female listenership of this show and when you used words like expectorant, that'll get him in. And it's it's you know what yeah you know what it is it is becoming a sausage party. Yeah, you're not helping. You're not doing me any favors. Not at all. Not at all. It's great great to have you back. Though. It's great to be back, though. You know, things. It was. It was. I was. I was. I was going to say I wasn't. I because was, I I was away. But the show, yeah. the station was in good hands with Des in the, oh, in the captain's Des, chair yeah. and Mayuko before, before that. Of course, you know, filled in more than admirable. Thanks, oh, yeah. Man. Thanks, guys. I, I wouldn't even call it filling in. Come on. No, no. He was no, he was trailblazing, doing his own. Yeah. I was hoping to call in, but it was like three in the morning when the show started. Mm. And this kid I heard was out there. He was on there. a roll. He was on a roll. I heard it's actually pronounced the Vakken Festival. Vakken. Vakken. Yeah. I was pronouncing it wrong all week. No, well, it looks like it's called Wacken. Wacken, yeah. Which is fun to say, don't get me wrong, but it's the Vakken Festival. Mm. And um, I had, you know what I realized on the way out here? Maybe we should talk about this when, when Rob Pazboni from Metal Injection gets here, but I was thinking about because I. You know, we did. We were doing witch taint shows, and they had us in the, our artist. There was two artist areas, 
in our artist area had like a lot of uh, black metal bands. Mm-hmm. So we we were actually with the, the bands that we kind of satire in right. our show. And uh, I was I can't remember where I was. I was seeing something, and I got a little. Uh, I was getting a little loose. We had already done our show, uh-huh. so I was cutting loose. Called post shows cocktails. Yeah, nice. and I was just, you know, getting loose in the wild morning. and free. Yeah, a and haggis, I get, having a little post show with haggis. No, they didn't have haggis there. We're in no, Germany. More of a Scottish thing. Yeah, come on, Jerry. Come on, jeez, Sorry. Jerry. Get, like, guys, pull, I'm really bringing the show down. You're right. Pull you're yourself together. I'm sorry. But uh, please, please continue with your story. I came <laughs> back, and I round the corner into our area in Gaul, from formerly of Gorgoroth. Who you mentioned in the in the show, right? Or that was somebody else. Well, I don't think we mentioned Gaul. I maybe we do. I can't remember now. But um, but he he's in like. If you've seen A Headbanger's Journey. I have not. Or played. the Vice documentary on black metal from a few years ago. Uh-huh. He's, in bo- he's amazing in both of those. And he's an in- super intense guy. Like, he went to prison for... Um, he Some guy came over to his house to a party uninvited and was rude. And he he beat him up and then gave the guy a cup to hold... To catch his blood, because he didn't want him to bleed <laughs> on his rug. On his rug, yeah. <laughs> and uh, he ended up going to jail for a, as a result of this for some. So apparently, he kept this guy there for hours. Okay. And this made his life, you know, very negative. And uh, and then in the headbangers, jer- I'm gonna, I need to pull it up actually. Made his life very negative. That's that's a pleasant way of putting it. Well, yeah. You know, minimize, you know. not you know. Let's see. Where is this clip? I'm going to find this. Shouldn't have crashed that party. Well, yeah. Lesson learned. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So this is a really good... Um, I'm going to pull this clip. It, you have to see it, really. If you go on YouTube, search Gaal, G-A-A-H-L, Satan. And uh, so here's the clip. There he goes. Okay. I'd like to start by just you telling us... What is the, 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 the primary ideology or primary ideas that fuel Gorgoroth, Gorgoroth's music? Wow. He's just sitting there. I can hear him breathing. Oh, he already said it. I missed it. Damn it. <laughs> and then, so he's just sitting there at the bar, and he's sort of stroking the stem of a red, red wine glass. And then he says Satan, and then drinks the wine, and keeps staring at the guy for like a solid. It's pretty great. Okay. Um, as you as you. No, no irony in that. That's no. He seemed pretty serious. Yeah. So, um. I get around the corner and I see him just standing there. So I'm like, oh man, I got. This could get weird. I got to get my picture with this guy right uh-huh. immediately. Yeah. But, um. So I did. That's the end of that story. But I, you know. I, Were you in makeup? 
I had, I had taken my makeup off. Okay. Wow. And, but I had um I had all my regalia on. Okay, so you looked my gauntlets. You're still there. Yeah. And we're I, right into selfie mode. No, I mean, I I didn't rush right into it because oh, okay. I didn't want to just snap a picture. But it's a great. You can go on my Instagram. I'm not. I don't know. I don't know why I'm mentioning my Instagram account so much. Like I'm 16, <laughs> but uh, you could see yeah. the photo there. Hey, okay. Well, I was traveling through. Right, you're a you're a Cleveland guy. I was in the Midwest. I I, I told uh, like Desna. I was in Indiana. It's uh, quite different. What do you mean? Like different it's, from Cleveland? No, from here. <laughs> you know, it's, uh, I cracked myself up with that. <laughs> um, oh, that was pretty fun. Oh, it is different. Big, yeah, Indiana is different. What do, What do you mean in terms of what the people or the landscape? Well, the people, the uh, you know. It's a little conservative. Yes, yes. It's no Jersey City, I'll tell you that. No, no. The Jersey City is... There's more traffic in Jersey City than in Indianapolis. Oh, no. Jersey's paradise by the Hudson, as I, you know... Easily. Called it earlier in the show. Easily. I hope to retire in Jersey City. It's a fine place to retire to. Yeah. I'll let you carry on with the show. It's been nice talking to you guys. Thank you, Jerry. See you, Jerry. Right. Keep up the good Jerry, work. All right, we'll right bye bye. The number is 201 209 9368. That's 201 209 9368. I will give $500 to the first female who calls the show tonight. He's laying $20 bills out on the table right now as we speak. Yes. What's your shirt? say i can't it's like upside down and backwards it says saint pauli in in german but it is upside down and backwards um, okay yeah it's um a, like a a neighborhood in hamburg germany where um and this is like a shirt from the football club oh, okay um and i like their uh the cut of their jib yeah i'm not really a football a soccer fan. A now that you've been in, fan. you've been in Europe a couple of weeks, you can you can. It's all right. No, I you don't can admit if it takes you up a little bit. I don't care really. Like, I'd be lying. I mean, I like anything where you can hang out and drink and stuff. But, um, in terms of the game itself, I don't. Oh, I don't really care. I was about to grab that call and then they bailed. Well, what are you gonna do? Oh, here we <laughs> go. Let's are. see what this is. Hello, you're on the air. Hello? It's Dave. Hello, Dave. Oh, my gosh. Get the I'm going to have out. to really... Who's, <laughs> who's calling? This is Lala. Lala from Austin, Hold on. Texas. I'm having a hard time hearing you. Yeah. Why, why are you... Austin, Texas. Yeah. Hello, Lala. Hello. Yeah, I heard you were trying to get your female listenership up. Yes. Mission accomplished. Well, I like <laughs> I I don't question the listenership. It's the callers. The oh. as best I can tell from my uh my research, I hired a, a think tank in Switzerland to um to do research on it. And there it is pretty split down the middle fifty fifty. Oh that's good. Um that's nice but, but as far as the callers, I mean, come on. 
It's a major sausage party most you weeks. You mean Super Meowie's not always calling? Not always, no. Lackadaisical in her efforts. She's the worst. She's always gone. She's always traveling. Dave can relate. She's a rambling woman. She is. Like yeah. yourself. I'm a rambling woman. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Well, I'm, I'm around for a while. I'm excited. <laughs> I was doing some cleaning around the apartment today. Getting some of those corners uh -huh. that got left behind. Oh, man. Yeah. Rearranging that was things. That's how I spent most of my weekend. I went to the container store yesterday. Do you have those in Austin? Oh, yeah. It's a store. Oh, yeah, less than a mile from me. Oh, man. Not bragging. Sounded but, like it. Know. I think mine is about a half a mile from my house. Oh, you got to one up me, huh? Well, I mean, less than a mile. <laughs> let's say that. You live on an island, though. Everything is kind of less than a mile from yeah. the place. That's true. But, oh, man, I went there. I bought some containers. And I'll be honest. I left there with more containers than I originally planned on they, buying. They got you. That's how they get you, though. Mm -hmm. Because I went on, I really, I checked on the internet for the con to get a sense of what containers might be available to me at the container store, mm -hmm. just so I wouldn't be overwhelmed and make too many <laughs> impulse buys when I got there, you know? Right, you want to brace but, yourself. But then I got there, and I was like, oh, man. There's, there's no preparing there's for it. There's so many containers I want. Yeah, Absolutely. I once redid an entire spice just from being there. And you redid a to an entire what? Spice cabinet. Oh, my like, God, just, yeah. Yeah. I bought spices I didn't even have because I needed to fill those containers. Oh, yeah. See? I'm with you. And, you know, I bought all these containers, and then I started putting things in the containers. And then I thought, I should have gotten some more containers, because I have more stuff that needs to be contained. Yeah. <laughs> Schedule a return trip. Yeah. But then, you know, then the question is, like, how fancy, because they have, whatever your budget is, they mm -hmm. have a nice container for it. So I got some yeah. low-end containers, and then I bought myself a high-end container. Mm -hmm. For the good stuff? Yeah. Well, I got it for my my uh, office, where that's a lot of uh, decisions of global importance happen. So I needed um, uh, some drawers to put some junk in. Did you get a container for, like, your guitar picks and your strings and stuff? I'm glad you asked, because, yes, I did. Nice. nice. Are, um, you a, are you a glass-only kind of man? What does that mean? Like your containers. Glass containers? They're plastic. What are you oh, talking about? Oh, no. They have glass, too. No, but you can't. have everything. Glass drawers. Oh, not glass drawers. No, I've got drawers. You're talking like storage containers. Well, like sugar? Like for the sugar and the flour containers? For anything. Oh. Yeah. Especially kitchen, but even bathrooms. No, I haven't moved. I was just mo mostly for my office. I needed, um, not to get into pedal talk, but I decided <laughs> I needed some drawers for my pedals. Because mm. I got, I, uh... You cycle through them? I just have a lot of them. Um, so I decided, uh, I need to get some drawers for these pedals. You separate them by category, or you just throw them in there kind of willy-nilly? I throw them in there willy-nilly, because okay. then it keeps it exciting. Yeah, yeah. I open the drawer, and I don't know what I'm going <laughs> to find. 
So I, I thought I like, about I that. I like the dichotomy of organization and disorganization. Well, they are there. I didn't put one drawer of like petals that I don't really use, and I put those at the bottom, and then the other two are just pure excitement mm. of petals. And then, um, so yeah, I did that, and then I bought another cabinet. And one drawer is for stickers. <laughs> I have a drawer for stickers. It's a lot of stickers because people always give me stickers, and I, I really mm-hmm. like stickers. But as as I get older, um, I have less places to put stickers. Mm-hmm. Um, so I keep them because I'm like, well, I definitely want to put the stickers somewhere eventually. You'll get a new computer someday, and that will need yeah, stickers, and exactly. you'll be ready to go. And I'm embarrassed, not embarrassed, but I... Because it's a kind of a cliche or whatever to have stickers all over your computer or Is whatever. Um, I don't know. But, you know, but I think it's good to have, like, a sticker at least. Because when you go through airport security, you know, oh, that's my laptop. True. Yeah, it's a good... But <laughs> then someone else gives you a sticker and you're like, oh, I guess I'll put that on my laptop. And the next thing... You know, you're like some guy with stickers all over well, his laptop. Well, it's, it's some high value real estate, so you have to give it to some really good stickers. Yeah, well, you know, just on Dave B's stickers alone, you're covered. That's a lot of cool stickers. And that's is that a Saint Bernard there? That dog? I have. I'm looking at my laptop now, if I may. Mm. Not to go. I've uh, I've th- spread some Dave B love around Austin myself. That sounded. Anyway, let's not, keep moving. Not in a gross way. In well, a way. say it a different way then, I guess. <laughs> no, but my, uh, no, I worry that if I start going down the list of what stickers I have on my computer, that is pedal talk adjacent. You're going to get, yeah. But I will say I do have a couple of Dave B stickers on my computer. Um. Anyway, but yeah. I But I, do, I got a drawer, you know, like you have like all sorts of like... um adapters and stuff mm-hmm. and wires hard drives and spare <coughs> excuse me i USBs. put i put those in a drawer nice yeah then i have a drawer for office supplies and i have a drawer for guitar supplies and stickers and then um one of the drawers i gotta be honest as i sit here i couldn't tell you what's in that <laughs> other drawer i don't know it's like a surprise it drawer. had a purpose but i don't know <laughs> anyway I need to. Uh, what was the question, Lala? Ooh. Oh, the glass. Oh, I think you answered that. I feel like you covered that. Oh yeah, that was covered. I feel like we nailed but, it. Yeah, no, you did. I appreciated watching you and Phil's coverage of. Uh, the, you said Vakenfest. Vaken, yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I woke up one morning to him watching a Danzig show. And that was an interesting way to wake up on, like, a Thursday or a Friday. What do you mean he was, what did he, was he, like, live streaming on Inst- yeah, Instagram or something? Yeah, on his Instagram story, and I was, I was like, oh, what did you watch? And it was Danzig. <laughs> yeah, we <laughs> okay, went to see okay. Dan, Danzig played, I think, r- right after Witch Taint one day. He played oh, it on really? a different stage, as you may Im- could imagine. But, um... <laughs> But then a cool thing, I don't know if it's cool, really, but I was with Phil, and then I went back to the hotel, and then I saw that he was sort of live-streaming his whole... Because he kind of went a little further, because Vakken is like a whole city. Mm-hmm. 
It's like a heavy metal city, population like 100,000 or something. It's like the heavy metal European Burning Man, kind of. But, 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 but not annoying. Right. I've never been to Burning Man, so I can't say. <laughs> but I, I was, I was amazed. Almost 100,000 people in a field. And I have yeah. to say, I was not annoyed. But no one bumped into me. No one uh, got up in my business. It's etiquette. There was no trash anywhere. Nice. It was like a heavy metal utopia. <laughs> there wasn't even a band that played where I was like, oh, they're horrible. I wish they would stop that. Yeah. I would. I didn't not saying I liked every band. You didn't see every band. No. So they, that band could have played. You just weren't there. But I did not see any band where I was like, oh, get me out of this here. This is not quality uh, booking. Right. They were all very good, even if it wasn't my thing. They're all very good, and there's nice snacks. Um, anyway, if you, if you wanted me to do it in a black T-shirt, you could do a lot worse than that <laughs> festival. Yeah, I saw that. I was like, it's like a uniform. Yeah, if you wore, like, something that wasn't a black T-shirt, you'd be easy to find. Weirdo. Yeah. <laughs> or shirtless. That's the only, I suppose, optional. Yeah, you could do accepted. that. Oh, um, yeah. All right, well, well, Lala, keep up the good work. And we'll, well, thank you so much for taking my call. Well, we'll get that $500 to you uh, <laughs> as soon as possible. Okay. Thank you. Good night. Good night. See you later. Bye-bye. Lala from Austin, Texas. We now move. The number is 201-209-9368. That's 201-209-9368. You're listening to the goddamn Dave Hill Show on WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, in New York City and Rockin' County at 91.9 FM and online worldwide at WFMU.org. Let's see what this is about. I feel like I want to play some jams soon and uh, I'll go do some crunches or something. Hello, you're on the air. Hello, Dave. Oh my gosh, two women in a row. In a row. Write this down, James. Date it, time it. Who's calling in from where? Hi, Dave. Uh, this is Super Meowie from Austin, Texas. Oh, referenced on the, in the previous phone call. Yeah, who, who exactly was that previous caller? I feel like I recognized the voice, but don't there was play, slander. Don't I, I'm play, enraged. Don't play dumb with me. It sounds like All we're right. getting drafted up into somebody else's <laughs> interpersonal issues. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I have not called in ages, and I, I yeah, had my price on that $500, and then uh, Lala one-ups me. First time caller well, to your show. You can get her for half of it. Wait, it's the first time she's ever called? Is that accurate? I, I think so. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. Um, I, 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 I do appreciate that she talked about the, uh, the Vakken festival and and uh, yeah. your good time but there was a really important piece of information that was missing from that call what you know how you talk about the dave hill effect i don't do i oh you mean well, oh on pe on people's like uh if they're yeah. pumping a product or whatever yeah yeah i mean and anybody then, then that it comes goes onto your show over the top they yeah you know Billboard Top 100, the, the, the New York Times bestseller list, whatever it is, they reach sure. the top. But 
I wonder, did Witch Taint get the Vakken effect from the the uh, the the two retirees who escaped the retirement home, and you you guys were name checked in that article? Well. We were just talking about that, I, I think, off-air, right? Mm-hmm. It wasn't on-air. Um, Behind the scenes. What happened was... Uh, yeah, because the story originally was that two uh, nursing home patients escaped and to go to the Vakken Festival, and it was like this uh, triumph of the human spirit or something. But then, a couple days later, the German police... Ruined everyone's fun as they so often do, <laughs> and they clarified the story. I guess the 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 reality was that it was was two guys who weren't they were just in their late fifties, so they weren't like senior citizens, and um, wow. they were from like a mental uh, facility facility mental mental health facility or something, and. Uh, and they just want. They went to the town of Vakken, because the Vakken festival is in the city of Vakken or town or whatever. And so they just went there and got hammered, and they were found. So they never actually oh. went to the festival. So uh, fake news. Yeah, it sort of. I wish that the reality didn't get out there because I that was much better. Yeah. Hmm. The well, other way around. Well, we're not really hearing about it till now, and like a lot of times when news stories get corrected down the road, that you know, that gets buried way deeper than the sensational headline that originally comes out of it. So I think you got what you needed. You know, it does paint the picture. Somebody's probably out there writing the bad Hollywood script anyway, as as we speak. Yeah, why not? The thing is, they could probably because since it's not a real story. There's no rights to buy off yeah, of some it's just escaped like a, mental patient. Uh, an idea that was floated out there. So, yeah. Um, uh, uh, the other thing is, I'm frankly neither of you uh, giggled at the the whole notion of the Vakken effect. When did you? When was that notion floated well, out? Well, because there? I was drawing the the analogy to the Dave Hill effect. Wait, who? When did you say Vakken effect? I, I did, but I James. I did you hear Vakken effect? Vakken effect. Did you hear her say this? I, I think I, I can say yes. To let's that, roll back I, the I don't tapes. Know if it was might have been some talk over yeah, or something. Let, somebody fact check this. I'm sure Danny. Danny would be delighted to correct me. He just texted me, Danny D, formerly the Pride of Carney. Parts he unknown. To slander me. Well, I mean, you got your partner doing that as well, so. <laughs> I know. Man, oh man, should be used to it by now. <laughs> I'm enraged. I'm enraged. Well, uh, Dave, we are very happy to have you back in the studio. Oh, thank you. I'm I'm glad to be back. Oh, and I want to do a quick poll. Are either of you left-handed? I'm ambidextrous. I am not. Okay. Well, to all of our left-handed listeners, not our, your left-handed listeners, uh, to all of your left-handed listeners, happy left-handers day. It's left-handers day? Yeah. Yeah. They have a day for everything now, Literally everything. Literally. What goes yeah. on on left-handers day? Uh, 
that, we're not in, we're not in safe harbor yet, so I can't say. I know. I was just, uh, and of course, just as I was just talking about the Wacken effect. Literally, There's, I was looking in the in the comments section. Someone's turd wrangler has already beat beat just as quickly as it was. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> man, oh, oh man. Well, Super well, Meowie, thank you. Keep up the good work. Let's hope for a third female caller so that we can make sure that we avoid pedal talk. The hat trick. We, I think we may have been veering towards pedal talk with container talk. Yeah. But I don't know. It was kind of pedal adjacent talk. But yeah. It, yeah. Plastic wear. Yeah. Very much so. But I might, I might get back into it. All right. Well, boys, have a good evening. It was good talking to you. Thanks, Stay you free. too. See you later. Stay hydrated. Bye. Bonjour. Hello? <laughs> Hello, you're Hello. on the air. Hello, you're on the air. Hello, this is Madam Luke. Madam Luke, oh my gosh, it's Three a hat a trick. It's a hat trick. Calling from the Bay Area. That's right, Santa Cruz. Santa Cruz. Hello. What's Hello. happening, Madam Luke? Well, a couple of things. First of all, Last time I called when the were on the air together, I was I was in kind of a feisty mood, and I think I was pretty rude to both of you, so I want to apologize. Oh, that. you know, it's funny. We've been waiting for this call. Huh. I know. I know. I, I'm making amends tonight. I apologize. Wait, what did you say last time that we were really upset about? <laughs> Let everybody else I know. I may or may not have called you please. You may have called us what? Pussies. Yeah. You called us pussies? I think she did. Why? It was a, because we were talking about punk rock shows from the 80s. Oh, it's coming back to me. And, and why? It, it was kind of a, a musical kind of like chest puffery kind of thing. So I, I'm sorry about that. It's hmm. okay. We're all prone to that from time to time. Sure. But what were you saying? Like you're more punk rock? Than everybody or something? No, 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 not not out loud. Um, someone who was, was wanting footage. Oh, it was. Oh, who was it? Cyrus, I think, was was wanting old, like footage of really dead, boring punk rock shows for something he was working on. Mm-hmm. And I called in to lay down some like flipper knowledge, which is. Uh, it was, yeah, it, I, it was a feisty moment. Swiffer knowledge, the cleaning, uh, thing. No, Flipper, the, the band. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. I find when anyone brings up stuff. Flipper, it's time to tune out. I think of the dolphin myself. Yeah. Well, that's okay. I have, I do have a something else that has been on my mind today because I'm. I'm catching up with another with a podcast I listen to, and this is a comedian who also plays guitar. And this person was talking about um, a jam show. They're calling it the Goddamn Comedy Jam, and it's comedians playing music. What is? And it kind of it kind of made me go, hmm. Have you heard about this? What? Oh, it's like a show on on. Uh on Comedy Central or something? No, I think it's just a live show they were doing. Oh, who, whose podcast is it? Mark Marin. Oh, oh, who was talking about it? 
he was talking about it, he he got up on stage with a bunch of other comedians, and they were all playing music, and it was they were calling it the goddamn comedy jam. And um, well, it's not like I invented the word goddamn. No. I mean, my mom would have told you it. otherwise. <laughs> I'm sorry. What? You've, you've perfected it, and if they're going to have a goddamn comedy jam, they need to have you bring it. That's all I'm saying. Oh, that, that, but that's in L.A., and I, I live a world away, both physically and mentally, from there. Well. I only go there if I have to. How, how big is the difference between, like, the, I guess, the, the New York and L.A. comedy? Is there, like, a total schism? Or there, like, no, because everyone in L.A. Li- used to live in New York. They just so. go back and forth. No, like. no, I have nothing against. No, I love the, I mean, you know, I just don't, I don't care for L.A., I like the territoriality of the No, there's no concept. between the two comedy no. scenes because basically every comedian except for me and five other people just moved to L.A. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I'm exaggerating with the five, but it seems like everybody just moves to L.A. for show business. Living the dream. Um, but that's not, you know, my head's, that's not, not my thing. I- I've lived in L.A. I lived there for nine or ten years. I already moved from Cleveland to New York. I'm not going to move again. Yeah. You just got containers, yeah. damn it. I just got... Yeah, exactly. I got containers. It's putting down roots. Yeah. And you could be bi-coastal. There could be L.A. and then... What lake are you on? Oh, Lake Erie? Erie, yeah. I've the coast. I mean, in some ways... Water. No, I don't know. I don't like the whole bi-coast. I, I hate when, um, when people's, like, profiles for various social media oh, yeah, where they put, like, two cities that they live in. Yeah. It's like, get over yourself. That's all <laughs> social media is. I live on um, um, New York via L.A. Yeah. via uh, Milan. <laughs> Ugh. Yeah. Well, that's all I got, guys. You've enraged me. I did. Yeah, just because it made me think of people that do that. Way to go! Somehow, I think that was actually me, they, I brought it Des up. Des actually me. did it, but I feel like it wouldn't have happened without oh Madame. If so Madame, I'm gonna have to call back in another two months and apologize again. No, no, no. But in summation, I, it doesn't bother me that someone uses the word "goddamn" in their. You know, mm. I didn't invent the word. No. You know, plus a, you know. The perfect combination I'm a, of goddamn comedy and Yeah, but you know. Spreading. Dave could only close at that point, you know, and he doesn't want to put anybody on the spot like that. Yeah. You know. I think it would, I don't know, I think you should pretend you're really up in arms about it and really, like, do whatever the equivalent of online, like, pushing someone in the chest is, like, poking at them, you know? Mm. Could, you start, could you start a beef with them? No, I'm not interested in beefs with anybody. Oh, come on, for us? No. I'm too... Uh, I'm too far up my own... I don't have time uh, for that. All right. Plus, I mean, if I had good re Even when I do think I have good reason, I eventually lose the energy and pretty quickly to... Uh, what about... Okay, since we're talking about this, wasn't there... What about this metal show... Uh, someone who was getting up with with their metal face on and reading essays. What was that? What are you talking? Now you've enraged me. Yeah, no, this is enraging. Um, 
gosh, was it Wade? Is Wade Snook out there? I think he, he or or Dave B or Meowy or somebody pointed me, pointed all of us to it. Someone was getting up on stage uh, with makeup on and their their metal do and uh, like reading metal stories or something. It was pretty blatant. Not having seen it myself. Oh, you know, whatever. I'm I'm sure. Putting on makeup and talking about heavy metals. I didn't invent that either. No, but I think he was holding a laptop on stage, which is the final straw. I mean, come on. Are you talking about... Maybe it was Phil from Witch <laughs> Tame. Maybe he was doing... No, I think he would get a pass, don't you? You know, I, I'm sure it's just coincidence, but people people can... Even if they wanted to, people can steal all they want from me because I, I will have already moved on and be trailblazing in some other area by the time they catch up to what I was doing five years ago. So I'm not worried. I'm just starting to... I just... Obviously, I'm trying to start a fight with someone. Well, you know, go to, whole, go to not, Whole Foods or something. Not encouraging it enough for me. Go to Whole Foods and get, you know, get into it with someone in the... Yeah. Yeah. This you is know. true. Um, all right. Well, thank you, Madam Luke. I'm going to take a little break and get ready for our first guest here. Keep up the good work. Hello? Did we lose her? You lost me. Bye. Emotionally. Thank you for calling. Have a good night. You too. Bye. All right. I'm going to play some jams. I think. I believe Des went downstairs and uh, is getting Rob Pazboni from Metal Injection, who's going to be on shortly. This next jam, my buddy Chris Reifert hipped me too. We'll be right back here on the goddamn Dave Hill Show. This is a fantastic album, man. Let me borrow it. No, my brother. You've got to buy your own. Oh, hello. It's Dave again. You just heard Revolution Comes with an Act of Love from from Church of the Cosmic Skull from Nottingham, England. Before that, The Smoke with Time to Go Number One. Oh, wait. I just... Time to Go Number One? Originally, I was singing that song as Time to Go Number One, meaning like the first version of that song they came up with it. But now it sounds like it means something else to me. Anyway, let's uh, keep on moving. We'll be right back with Rob Pasbani from Metal Injection. I feel like I just mispronounced your name. I always no, you got it. I nailed it, right? Yeah. Or but I always get self-conscious because I feel like sometimes I say it Pasbani. Yeah. And, and then I went more the Cleveland pronunciation just now. Paz Bonnie. I have the same problem with your last name. Sometimes I say heel. <laughs> it's, it's tricky. All right, we'll, really be, we'll be right back and we'll really, we'll really get to the bottom of it. That's a really long fade out. Not anymore. Not anymore. We're out of it. There was still like five minutes left. Mm-hmm. You sampling. just heard... Gorgoroth featuring Gall on vocals. Uh, Dave Hill's new best friend, Gall. Yeah. <laughs> With their hit song, Carving a Giant. 
which I, I feel like we had to play mm-hmm. coming out back into the pro- where what did I play before that though let's let's go back and figure that out oh well only because I'm jumping around here that's why I didn't know uh, of course Dennis Driscoll the pride of Inwood frequent uh, guest well, I guess he's been on the show two or three times and uh, caller friend of the show and so much more with Chinese rocks from the album Cut the Cut the Gab, which is great. I think that's the only track on the album I can play on the air because it has no swears, though I could be wrong. And before, oh yeah, and we, we are, I already said what else I played that before that. And anyway, all by way of saying, joining me now, live in studio, making, is it your second time on the show? I believe third. Third time. Triumph. This triumph is my hat trick. Third appearance. Ladies. Ladies, <laughs> Rob Pazbani nailed it from Metal Injection, the preeminent heavy metal website mm-hmm. on the internet. It's true. It really is. Thank you. I think that's so cool that you started something based on what you enjoy, mm-hmm. and now you're number one Easy. in the world. And we're we're coming up on fifteen years. 15 years in January. Where does the time go? That's amazing. So what so you're you grew you're from New York. Brooklyn. You're yes, from born Brooklyn. and raised in Brooklyn. Little uh, kid Brooklyn kid. Mm-hmm. Starts a website cuz you you love heavy metal. <laughs> and now you have the biggest heavy metal website in the world. Am I am I I'm not exaggerating that, am I? You're not exaggerating it, but <laughs> I mean there are others. There's we're others. Not the, sure. We're not the only oh one. no, there's others. But sure. hey, I'm making my living. That's that's Full awesome. Time. Yeah, it's pretty great. That's so cool. You just got to do it. Yeah, and, and you can only really compete with yourself. That's your only competition. That's my. That's an yeah. We that's a true entrepreneurial. Uh, my true entrepreneurial. Like like, what's your tip when people come up to me? I'm just like. Don't look at like what other. It kind of kind of like what you were saying about uh, Gene Simmons off the air. What, what was his advice? Well, I, I, I've probably, I I don't know if I because I, I tend to repeat myself in all settings. Mm-hmm. So I, I probably said this on the show before. So I apologize to uh, my global audience if they've heard this before. But yeah, when I was a kid, um, like eight years old or something, uh, Gene Simmons was being interviewed. I think on the local news, but I might, might be getting that wrong. And he's all in his makeup, and he, he just says, like, don't try to fit in. And he said it, like, to the camera. And I was just sitting alone watching the TV. <laughs> and he said, don't try to fit in. Don't care about, like, just be yourself. Be weird. It was Whatever about, you want. Don't try to fit in. Yeah, yeah. Just be yourself. Yeah. A little more Jackie Mason in there. <laughs> he really... that. Yeah, he is. He, he's like he's, satanic Jackie Mason. <laughs> he really is. Turning that way for sure. But uh, oh, I gotta turn. So, uh, but yeah, so yeah, so bro. that's kind of like what I realized over doing this for fifteen years is like the only way to really get better is to you can't look at other people's successes and be like, why don't I have that? You just have to look at, well, this is what I have. How do I make what I have better? Kind of. Yeah, exactly. And because that's that. I mean. Anytime you do that, like you look at what someone else, it's, it's crazy making. Yeah. You can never be satisfied if you do that. 
Right, and and also it's two different. Like you don't have what they have, and they don't have what you have. So no. you can't really compare. This is true. Really this is this is great life advice. So yeah, I've only been on the air for like three minutes. I'm I know already you're schooling people. people. Be the best you that you can be. Be best. That's that's be our best. national motto, right? Oh thank you, thank gosh. you to our our very respected first lady, Melania Trump. Yes. <laughs> Moment of silence. <laughs> I really do. I hope she gets a talk show after when all when it all falls apart. When the dust settles. I just that's my hope for the well, world. Well, it seems the trajectory is everyone just you know once they're done with it just cash out and the media just totally hops on board like with she's just going to pull an omarosa and just be like oh here's all the dirt she's got the <laughs> and the media's going to be like yeah give it to us yeah we'll give you press <laughs> sure but they must all of his wife's must sign like uh ndas mm-hmm. or something right because yeah. like right yeah i'm sure the, the first also- two haven't said anything She's likely to outlive him, though. Well, uh, sure no, I don't think no. I don't think that's Wait, true because I feel Wait, like Ivan. No. Hello, there it is. Oh, oh there you are. there's some button. You you would think that I would know how to work this board a little bit. <laughs> it's the far side of the, the board. It's okay. You never go down there. There's way. all these buttons. I'm sorry. You're that's a talent. Okay. You're, you're talenting and engineering at the same time. I know. It's intense. It's a lot. That's how I keep. You know, people wonder. They think that I'm uh, just blacking out or <laughs> just losing my train of thought. But it's usually because I'm. Trying to figure out how to work these buttons, <laughs> why, why there are these pauses and things. But anyway, but I'm, I interrupted you. You were talking about Ivanka. Oh, Ivana Trump. Ivana. Ivana, his first wife. Yeah. In her autobiography or maybe her whatever it was, her, her book, yeah. uh, th- she originally had it that she originally wrote about how he raped her. Mm. But then it never actually came out in the final version of the book and she now denies that it happened but like I, I may have caught it it's teetering on the edge but you're good that was that was a dramatic I, dramatic I don't know if I, <laughs> I think I caught that though I think we're in the safe or we're not in the safe uh, he, mumbled, I don't know. he mumbled it too it's, he mumbled we'll it too right. it's debatable whether it came out right <laughs> And it, I, yeah but so we'll see yeah I mean she doesn't even hold his hand in public so no <laughs> she doesn't I can't. We should. We shouldn't go down that route. No, no, no. We can't. I, I feel like people don't don't tune into this show for biting political commentary. <laughs> Not so much. Probably. And then when it goes between that, there's two. I don't know. It's probably a lot of areas that people dread on this show. <laughs> if they don't dread the 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 entire show at all times, <laughs> pedal talk. I was going to say more than pedal talk. Pedal talk <laughs> is definitely like the one that really. It lights some people up, though, pedal talk. Some I people, mean, but I, I've that, had people... That segment loves it. I've had people just tell me in no uncertain terms that it really upsets them. <laughs> Would you say you have a distorted perception? <laughs> Ooh. Thank you. Thank oh, you. man. But, Things are getting wild. And yet, I, I love, you know, I love talking about it. <laughs> but uh, no, I, pr- I try not to. Or do I? The number here is 201-209-9368. That's 201-209-9368 here on the goddamn Dave Hill Show on WFMU, home of the hits. I'm here with 
James Fernandez, a.k.a. Dez, of hey. course, as always. And we are joined tonight by Metal Injection Editor-in-Chief. You're in chief? Is that accurate, right? Or did I just add that? I, I guess? Yeah, yeah, in my mind, in Co-founder. chief. Co-founder, co-founder, I will say. Mm, no? You're the boss, in my mind. <laughs> okay. Rob Pazboni. So, and, and Frank Godlow would be your partner in crime. My better half. Your better half. Let's see who this call. This might be an enraged Frank right now. Oh. Hello, you're on the air. Uh, it's a female. Right. It's a female yep. woman. Female voice number four. Who Who's calling? This is an octopusy, and I just discovered your show tonight. Wait, now. wait, wait, I'm sorry, who is this? Anana Pussy. Um, Anana Pussy? Anana Pussy. Anana Pussy. Oh, yeah. Anana Pussy. Is that all one word? Yeah. Like anonymous, but... And where are you calling from? Maybe. The land of the new rising sun. Hmm. I don't know what that is. Is that Malaysia? Is that Paramus? that is. <laughs> What's, what's this all about? What is your show? What, holy cannolis. So, like, I just looked up, like, your face and your name and stuff, and I'm like, are there two Dave Hills? Well, there's me and the guitar player for Slade. We're the two preeminent Dave Hills in the world. There's that dentist, Dave Hill. And there's the David Hill comedian. Hilarious. I'm, so you don't also dress flamboyantly when you wear, play your guitar? I've been known to dress, I don't know, flamboyantly, if that's the a word. Flare. There's a flair. There's style. Yeah, absolutely. A, a casual elegance. <laughs> a certain yeah. je ne sais quoi. Okay. Where is the, the, la- the land of the new rising sun? Uh, is it a Wait, it ju- it's coming up. It's coming up on Google. It yeah, is, um... The land of the new rising sun. Yeah. Wait, so how did you discover, um... How did you end up listening to the show tonight? I was just tuning in in my car, and um, I'm like traveling right now, and so from where to where? Um, from sunrise to sunset. All right, and, playing um, it close to the vest. I like it. Yeah, and like totally tuned you guys in, and rarely listened to FMU. Heard about it. Met a cat who had his own show once. There on there, but you had like, a cat that had its own show. Groovy. A dude, a guy, a male species of the human race, and um, I don't know. He's in a band called I don't know. It's like a Jimmy cover band, and he he used to have a a show on he there. A, I don't know a, even a if he's Jimmy Hendrix. A Jimi Hendrix cover band. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so like you know they were nice these people and. He was like, haven't you ever heard my show or whatever? I don't know. but um, He sounds yeah. like a little needy. <laughs> what, what, what? He sounds a little needy, this guy. No, 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 I don't know. We were just like, we all went out to eat at a diner after their show because I'm a big Jimmy fan. And so they were so nice and fun and on the road. And um, they we were all just getting to know each other. And that was one of the things that um, he said. But anyway, so I have no idea what your show is about except for the metal. Um, and I thought maybe you could tell me what your first show was, your very first show. Any that, memories? That I attended? Yeah. Live. 
Honestly, I think the first show I ever went to, like a full-on rock concert, I went to see a little band called U2. Ooh. Mm. When I was a, a, a pretty young thing in Cleveland, Ohio. <laughs> and, yeah, and then uh, and then I started seeing other shows after that and sort of mm-hmm. started branching out. But I, I started uh, by going to an arena show. I wish oh, I could. Okay. I wish I could say like, "Oh, it was, uh, you know, Motorhead or something." But uh, wow. I'd be cool. lying to you. Oh, bummer. What All was right. your yeah, first? Yeah, I know we show? all start very young. How old were you when you saw you two? Twenty six. <laughs> what? That was your first show. No. Twenty six. No, I think I was like fifteen or something. All right. I'm like, what? Okay. Anyway, Cleveland. Hmm. Yeah, not to Hello. brag. That well, the very first moment I started listening to your show was when some guy called in and like all it was was guitar playing at first, and oh. he was um, don't really, do, don't diminish word? it by I, saying it all it was. <laughs> that was the beginning. That was Ing Dave, the bloody stump of Bensonhurst. Yep, Ing Dave, and he was shredding. That's the word that came to my head the second I heard him start to. Well. Play. Uh, I have news for you. He's what? available. He's a what? He's available. If you're uh, oh, I'm asexual. You're oh, asexual. I'm unavailable. Mm-hmm. Well, unavailable. you've just hit a street called easy because uh, yep. He uh, he doesn't drive. He doesn't drive. <laughs> no. Oh man, that's a big uh, turn off right there. Okay. Anyway. All right. Well, I just thought I'd be um, female number four calling in, and uh, well, let me ask. Let me ask funny. you this though. Did, you were wondering what the show's about. Are you enjoying the show? There's no wrong answer. Yeah, because first of all, it's funny. Second of all, there's there's a metalness under like just constant like it doesn't even matter. Like you'll play two songs that are totally obscure and weird, and I'm trying to look it up. Like what the heck is this? And then all of a sudden, you play something. Totally metal, and and it's great. It's fabulous. And then oh, you're interviewing you. some cat who's, I don't know, what are you like? He's he the at the magazine or something. He doesn't work. He is the magazine. Only <laughs> I am the metal. Yeah, <laughs> it's a it's an online <laughs> magazine, as yes, they say. It's an online okay. publication. Metalinjection.net. Dot net. Metal injection dot net. I love it. If you want the day to day updates on the metal, yeah, you can find out what's going on with uh you know gall from gorgoroth yeah so dave how old were you when you first got into metal and how did that begin who turned you on to that uh i think i don't know i was probably like 12 or something okay and uh but i don't think i really i started getting into uh heavier stuff until college and I had a roommate who was into heavier stuff and then I was like oh okay mm-hmm. and now okay. now it just it doesn't it can't even get heavy enough for me <laughs> really he'll, he'll be like this huh. is the heaviest thing and I was like I'll be like well you better try to make it heavier probably the heaviest thing I've ever heard is um 
a band. I forget which is the name of the song, which is the name of the band, but Blood Duster and Yeast. I'm going to throw this to uh, Metal Injection founder Rob Pazdrami. <laughs> Do you? Does that sound familiar to you? B- Blood Duster and Yeast. Yeah. I feel like you're just saying stuff. Blood Duster. I swear I to God, and the and on the cover of the album is a woman's face who is dying of syphilis, and okay. someone snuck into the hospital. That could be any picture yeah. of yeah, metal face, album. Yeah. Yeah, There's that, a band yeah. called Blood Duster. Yeah, yet she's still alive. Apparently, is the background story of that. So you're saying the uh, I mean, the like song at the is... time, the picture. Was oh, the album. Okay, the album is called Yeast. I see. Okay. Yeah. The band is Blood Dust. This is all checking out. And uh, the Google image <laughs> would be a not safe for work image. A not safe oh, yeah. for... What is it like? Gory? Uh, it's a little gory. De- Let's have is a look. It, yeah. Is it a woman's face? Oh, gosh. She's, yeah, that's unpleasant. She's not doing well. <laughs> I don't even know. Ugh, it's this quite is unpleasant. Pre- this is like pre-looking anything up on the internet that I got turned on to that. So. I could have done without that. Mm-hmm. I have to say. <laughs> is it a woman's face? Yes. Yeah, it, but it seems yeah, like a... erotic woman's face. But that seems anyway, like a photograph, not like a, dra- a drawing that's or really painting. Yeah, it's a photograph. Yeah. They, I'm telling you, this is that's the story a, that I heard from oh, my friend who turned me on to them. He that this Somebody snuck into the hospital and took a picture of this woman's face while she was still alive. I see. That's <laughs> really a poor taste. That seems illegal. Yeah. <laughs> Yet, they got away with it, and that's what's happening. So. Speaking Ooh. of illegal, how's your how's your buddy Phil doing? Uh, was he arrested or anything? Okay, I'm gonna hang up. Okay, thank you for calling. All right, keep a, uh, keep uh, your eye on. Have a pleasant evening, anonymous. Right, thank Bye. you. Bye bye. But yeah, I was listening uh, Wait, before who, I got here. Who was arrested? Phil, right? Your my witch taint partner. Yes, uh, I heard he was live streaming Danzig set. Danzig has a no camera policy, and you're on public airwaves discussing you, this. You raise you raise a good point. Uh, <laughs> is Phil okay? Have you I checked in with Phil? I saw him today. I think he's, he's okay. okay. <laughs> he's back in New York. He's back. Um, Danzig did it like try to rough him up no, or anything. No, you now now you're making me think because yeah, there is that policy, but I guess it's hard to enforce. Yeah, I think it's more like of a press policy. Yeah, people. Right. He wasn't going to make everyone give up their uh, cell phones there. Although I, I, I know people that went to those uh, Misfits show and, and there were plenty of videos. You mm-hmm. know, people got totally got around those yonder patches or whatever. But I, I saw Danzig and he did Samhain also, mm-hmm. all in the same show. And he had this policy and they it was in a small enough place that people were, that he had his, like, security guards were going around, like, stopping people. To the point where I was like, I wouldn't, I'm not going to take my phone out. I try to, um, to not take my phone out anyway. Yeah. As like a guy who tries to live in the now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I agree. I'll at most maybe take a photo just so it shows up on my time hop. I like to be like, oh, three years ago today I was puking in a corner in Irving Plaza. Very sure. Nice. A couple photos early on. Put yeah. it away. Yeah. <laughs> but when people, when people, uh, like, You'll go see a band, and everyone's like, people are like Facebook Live doing mm. the show. I have a I have that, a new one that oh. just I want to murder people. They will FaceTime somebody who's not at the show. So not only 
is their phone in my face, but I'm looking at a person, <laughs> like a person is staring back at me who isn't Danzig or whatever, and it's like I can't focus on the show because there's this weird chin staring at me. Oh, and yeah. It, it's like I'm the, I, I try to be empathetic and be like, well, maybe this person really likes this band, couldn't in afford there. it, couldn't go. Something had to look look after the Some sort of situation. But it's like you're inconveniencing hundreds of other people. I At know, least dozens. That's the thing that drives me crazy is, is this, yeah, putting uh, phones up in front of other people's yeah. faces. And then... The live streaming too. Yeah, like what, no one cares. I, I always, you know, you could see in the corner how many people are on the live stream, and it's always like one, three, yeah, yeah and three. Then they it's check always out. single digits. <laughs> yeah, it's like oh, good thing uh, someone's scrolling past your live stream so that uh, you know you obstruct uh, my view. I would rather like, I would much rather just hear about something than <laughs> yeah. see it on some like. I remember like a, in a you know. A simpler time when you would you would miss something, and someone would have to tell you about it, yeah. and you'd be like, right. "Oh man, that sounds like it was pretty good." Now there's like fifty different angles. Yeah, and yeah. you just go like, "Oh." It right. is a little hypocritical of me because I, I certainly, when something does happen, you're all over it. I, I gotta post those. You gotta well, you, you gotta know, you're you're it's the news site. You're in the content business. That's you right. You gotta put the, put the content out mm-hmm, there. Mm-hmm. You know, if uh, if so, if one of the members of Disturbed falls off stage, it's your job. Well, there was a video of him calling out a woman in the balcony for using her cell phone. And so he's just like in the middle of his banter. I'm like, oh, everybody having a good day. He also sounds like Jackie Mason. All of my impressions are Jackie Mason, actually. <laughs> oh, does he talk that way? Uh, he has like a weird affectation to his his voice when he's like on stage like he's oh like kind of rabbiing it <laughs> like, like I, I met that guy like when they just were starting out mm-hmm. and um he had an he was just like some guy from the suburbs yeah. of chicago or something right and uh he didn't really have it down on stage it's a little more <laughs> but anyway so he was like I, I, we're all having a good time uh are we just just disrupting something on your phone or whatever and like he called out this woman who it's just like well she wasn't like tape you know she was like texting somebody like that's and she wasn't even in the front row she was like in the balcony just Uh because and it turned out that that woman got a text from her daughter who was locked out of her house and she was trying to get her daughter into her house and like and David Draymond blows up her spot (laughs) so it turns out that he's not a nice person he's the jerk He's the jerk there. Yeah, but... And someone else captured it with their cell phone. Brings it all back around. Wow. This is like uh, that Black Mirror's show, <laughs> which I haven't seen. I'm just guessing. Sounds it's like intense. It I, I haven't been able to watch. I, I have to take breaks because every episode is like really messed up. That's it just like I messes heard. with your head. It's not like... Yeah, I don't need Gory. That. It's mm. just like you, you really think about like, damn, that's... Stop. Well, I heard about that. Well, let's let's for let's take this call. The number here is 201-209-9368. Here on the goddamn Dave Hill show. I'm here with Des and Rob Pasbani for Metal Injection. Hello. Hello, you're on the air. Is this me? It's yes, it's who is this? Dave B? 
Yes, it is. From How Staten Island. The well, pride of Staten Island. Uh, we're good. We're just here. Um, you're really breaking the streak. It was just raining uh, ladies Ladies in here. Yeah. Now it's back to sausage party, I guess. Sorry about that. Well, I had a call. Thank you for the brand new segment, Sticker Talk, that you uh, introduced tonight. Sticker Talk. I'm Well, yeah. I'm a big I'm a big fan of stickers and Dave B you're in the sticker game. Right. Well, that's not all yeah. you do. But you uh you're a sticker fan yeah, yeah. as well. I'm down with the stickers. I want to thank you for um signing your first awesome book Tasteful Nudes for my brother and uh I gave it to him for his birthday and currently my parents are fighting over your book. So just to let you know that. Is that just like a competition thing or are they started reading it and then they were like i must continue yeah with this my, my brother classic said, work of literature you gotta read this book it's great and my mom started reading it and then my dad caught wind of it and he stole it from my mom i guess i'm just gonna have to buy multiple copies of this book that's my recommendation i just actually not to get into my uh literary career too much <laughs> but i i get statements from uh mm-hmm. my well, I, I switched agents, but the agency that was the agent for that book mm-hmm. sends me, like, I don't know, it's quarterly, I guess? Statements. It's like a royalty report or whatever. Yeah, and um, the amount of money that I that the uh, publisher is still out on that book <laughs> warms Before my heart. Warms my heart. Nice. <laughs> well, just because I'm, you know, I'm way, I'm on, you know, two books past that now, so I just think back. Oh, they really, they really took a beating on that one, didn't they? <laughs> uh, I, I thought for sure that when I bought this duplicate copy, because I, I wanted my brother to make sure that the signed copy was kept in a, you know, like purloined case somewhere. So I bought an additional sure. copy. I thought for sure that was going to be the copy that got you over the threshold and <laughs> started bringing the residuals. I think in my lifetime, we'll get there. <laughs> you know? All right, I'm trying to do my part. But uh, but it, I still get a kick out of it. So it's still in the red, significantly. Uh, yes. <laughs> I had to think about it, and yes, I, I, I would say so. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess once you get the third book, you might even warrant, like, your own section. Like, back in the day when you go buy CDs or albums, and they'll put the name of the artists in the alphabetical section. So, like, you know, maybe once you get the third book, you'll get that. You're describing it like no one listening has ever been to a record store. (laughs) (laughs) It feels like it's 100 years ago. It kind of does. <laughs> There's this thing. It's called uh, alphabetizing. <laughs> yeah, uh, it was very popular system. in the 20th century. Um, yeah, that's the hope, you know. But uh, no, I guess I shouldn't talk about how the first publisher is in the red, because uh, what if? What if your current publisher here? Are you, are you like, wait a minute, what? They signed the. The, the current publisher is signed up. Ink is dry. It's so. too late. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they that, can't turn back. You know. mm-hmm. um, no, 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 no. I mean, everyone's doing great. <laughs> but then they'll be like that leather-bound Dave Hill literary box set. The collection. Oh, yeah, that you have to get, like, a license for one that. of those sliding ladders in your 
you're <laughs> in your study and you're like, let me, let me gift you. <laughs> promise me, promise me you'll give this back because this is my favorite collection of literature. It's the Dave Hill In addition collection. to book of analysis to it all as well. Yeah, yeah. Compendium. Companion. <laughs> the greatest thinkers <laughs> of our time analyzing. Yeah. yeah. And then there's going to be pictures of me um, in various states of just undress. Just shirtless at Def Leppard. Yeah, yeah, just exactly. <laughs> Containers. That's my legacy. Did you guys read that, uh, that um, I think it was the Motley Crue bio where, like, each guy tells the story and then they kind of, like, rebut one another? The, the dirt? Is that the one? Yeah, I thought that was mm-hmm. hilarious. It's going to be a, a book, I think, or a, a movie. movie yeah. Yeah. It is a book. And it's going to be a movie, I guess. Yeah. It's coming to Netflix. I get. Soon. Is it for Netflix? Yeah, Netflix? yeah. And the guy who did Jackass is directing Jeff Tremaine. Ooh. I have oh, to say, people, I look like acting as Motley Crue or yeah. documentary. Yeah, uh, people acting. It's uh, going to be a fictional film. Yeah, I think the the rapper Machine Gun Kelly, who's from Cleveland, mm-hmm. is going to play Tommy Lee. Yeah. I met mm-hmm. him once. Not to brag. Yeah. Are you drinking what? an iced beverage, Dave? What's drinking there, Dave? Uh, no, it's, this is just water. Yeah. Well, that counts as an iced beverage. It, it, it is iced, yes. All right. I, I didn't think that, that tinkle, that tinkling of the glass was audible. No, we hear all. Wow. Um, I warn the wife and kids not to think I'm crazy if they hear me talking down here. All right, well, that's good. Well, uh, one last point. The, did you guys see the video of... Um, I guess Iron Maiden on the current tour are opening with um, Trooper, and there's like an a, an airplane that comes into the like into the arena or something like a. F- I didn't know about this. Did you know about this? Rock? Yeah, uh, I can pull up a photo. It looks ridiculous. It looks like a movie set. Yeah, well, that's one of those things where like I kind of wish I didn't see that. That would have been so amazing to. Like, are th- you know, not that I was gonna go, but if I did go to see that, I, I don't know. But those, well, there you go. You didn't miss it because you're not gonna go see it. So yeah, no. yeah. Those pure moments are gone. Where where it would be like, you know, even if somebody told you about it, you'd be like, yeah, it might be okay. And then when you see it, you know, you'd be your like, mind wow, is blown. Amazing. Now it's just like the the second they went on tour, I'm like, it was on Facebook, and I'm like, oh, that that looks pretty awesome. It would be so. This isn't a whole lot awesome. Had this I not is seen real. It. Wait, that plane comes out over the stage? Oh, wow. looks, it looks like a music video or something, but it's like that's a giant cool. plane that's just above them. I, mean, I saw Pink Floyd incorporate a plane, but that looks a lot sweeter. Oh, I would, yeah. I, yeah. Would, I saw them a couple years ago, and um, they, well, they, they're they really into playing uh, their new songs, <laughs> which yeah, I, I think is a bad instinct for any... Group. I think this current tour, it's back to like the hits. Yeah, th- they do it one, one and one. They'll tell you like, oh, this is a, the tour we're just doing our, we're focusing on our newer stuff. Wait, they tell you this ahead of time? Uh, I believe so, yeah, because the last tour that they did, they explicitly said there's going to be a focus on they the classics. Oh, like, but... Uh, you never want to see the beginning of a tour necessarily I'm this of, up. of an older band. I could have you know used the he- heads up on this. Because, <laughs> um, yeah, I went to see them. My friend Rob, he has a suite. Uh, his company has, like, um, what's it called? A suite. A suite. What, what we used a to sweet, call sweet. 
a loge back mm-hmm. and simpler. When did they stop saying loge? Did they ever say loge or is that a clean I guess they thing? say box seats yeah. too. Yeah, but the like gro- growing up, they'd be like, oh, check out the people in the loge. The loge is like the whole level. Oh, the loge level, and you have a suite in on the loge yeah. level. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, anyway. But, yeah. So you, but we you went had box seats. Box for, seats. For made. But they kept playing, like, their new record, mm-hmm. and I would be like, I'm going to go back into the suite and get some tapas. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> because uh, I'm as metal as they come. Catering at a metal show. It's pretty fancy. The, the, uh, anyway. Well, Dave B., thank you. All right, gentlemen. Keep Have up a great the good night. Work. You too. Bye-bye. Okay. See you, man. Bye. The number here is 201-209-9368. That's 201-20... What did I say? 201-209-9368. But, yeah. The, and then the other... But I'll say, I'll, I do want to see this plane... Mm-hmm. That comes on the stage. But when I saw them, they have all sorts of stuff. They have, like, Eddie comes out, starts walking around. And then at another point, Eddie's just head comes up from the stage. And then another time, like, some sort of devil. uh, He looked like, seemed like it's supposed to be the devil, but then it also looked like a steer's head. I don't know. Maybe it was just a bad art direction or something. But that came up, and it was inflatable, and uh, I was just like, I don't know what these guys are going to cook up next, but I'm in. It's a whole production. Yeah. My, I do have a... Com- well, let's take this call, and then I'll tell you what I didn't like aside from mm. the set list. Hello, you're on the air. Hello? Hello? Hi, you're listening to the Goddamn Dave Hill Show WFMU. East Orange, WMFU, Mount Hope, 101.9 New York City in Rockland County, and you're stuck in the matrix at WFMU.org. Thank you, Ing Dave. The the bloody stump of Bensonhurst. Yeah, I didn't hear you do it. That's why I did it. No, thank you. A grown man has called and done a bong hit over the air. You could hear him. Oh, fading. that's what that was. That's what that yeah. was. He was doing a bong hit. Uh, are you smoking an indica or a sativa? Dave. I don't even know it's what that a, means, but this seems indica, indica dominated hybrid. Mm. What does that mean? So there's two main uh, types. Uh, ty- it's like a, a type of, of weed. The indica is the more of a body experience. It's also like more for like pain relief, and and it's the drowsier type. And then the sativa is more a giggly, head high type of situation doesn't really affect your body it's more just in your head he's correct both of these sound things sound terrifying to no me. they're fun <laughs> think about it like indica is like you're, you're screwed into the couch into couch that's, yeah. how you, that's how you remember so that would be like uh that's when if you just want to chill out yeah like watch a movie and sativa would be like if, if you want to hang out let's go hang out. get things done let's go across or get town. things done yeah, yeah. It's get like more of an insp- the when people say like oh smoking weed inspires me. This is the type of stuff you want to sativa. Yeah, because mm-hmm. it gets your brain going. <clears throat> I've never I've never sm- like smoked pot, and uh, but and I think I've missed the uh, window mm. in my life when I might. But it's then part of me is like, maybe I'll just start 
smoking it all the time, <laughs> all the and time. see where that gets me. <laughs> it's worth experimenting. Because I don't. You could meet somewhere in the middle. Just smoke it uh, sometimes. Yeah. Just start on the weekends. Occasionally. Yeah. Just you know. be like. Uh, Get crazy, try a Tuesday morning, see what happens. Let's take a music break, go back to my car, (laughs) smoke a little. Puff a few hits, and then you can document it. I might, what if I jump out a window or something? (laughs) (laughs) I don't think. uh, I've seen, there was, um, what's her name? Helen Hunt, I believe, in an after school special. (laughs) Jumped out a window. Oh, that's right. On the pot? Yeah. Propaganda. Uh, Well, it's because we grew up. In a time, I mean, you're you're a few years older than I, but I feel yeah, like a couple. Uh, uh, weed was associated with like heroin and, and cocaine and like a hard that's right. and like meth. Nixon did that and uh, ruined and, everything, right? Yep. But it it's not, and I think that's kind of why, in a way, it kind of had the adverse effect because people were always told, "Oh, pot is as bad as all of these other drugs," and when. Uh, Kids with tripod be like, this is fine. This is not a big deal at all. Maybe these other drugs aren't a big deal, too. Yeah. You know, maybe I've been lied to this whole time. Oh, yeah. So they screwed it up. They should have been like, yeah, weed is fine. Well, I think that's kind of what it is like now. I now feel like is. weed is... It, we're almost there. at a point where I feel, to the hip crowd, weed is more of an acceptable vice than drinking. You know, like, people are kind of like, well, drinking, you're crazy. Yeah, uh, that's let's, true. Let's take a puff. <laughs> yeah. Like, but I, I like a nice uh, cold one. Mm-hmm. Or uh, a couple or cold ones and a half a joint. Cold. You're fine. <laughs> perfect. That's that's the... I'm more of a smoker than a drinker. I, I'll not, a, you don't drink, though, do you? Uh, like I'll, I, I won't say I don't drink, but, but I drink on occasion. Yeah, I, I don't booze it. I'm not, like, binging. I'll have, like, two drinks. Or something like that. You know, more for the taste. Sure. I have a serious question for Dave that uh, is off topic. Mm. Okay. You were in England a few weeks ago, right? Yes. Did you get any cockney? Did I get any cockney? Yeah. Um, were you just trying to to uh, ask me that question, or, or were you looking for an answer? Looking for an answer, really? Um, no, I, w- I actually didn't spend much time in London at all. I was in London very briefly. Um, so, no, I did not. I thought that would be all over the place. Well, it's in London, but I, I wasn't in London. I was in Birmingham. Um, Black Sabbath. Yeah, Black Sabbath. I forgot the other band that, that was from Birmingham, which is like totally opposite of Black Sabbath. Isn't Judas Priest from Birmingham, right? Yeah, I think they were from the... the Def Leppard, too, no? They're from the Sheffield. Sheff- Beatles? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Beatles? Beatles are from Liverpool. I was oh, Liverpool. just in Hamburg, though, and that's Beatles Central. They spent some time there. When they, uh, that's where they honed their skills. Mm-hmm. And I stayed in St. Pauli, the area where they, where they did all that. Cool. I mean, not the, to brag. Did you do the walking <laughs> tour? Well, I do yeah. want to know. I want to know about this uh, walking experience. Oh, I'm glad you asked. Me too. It was it was awesome. It was like uh, I had a ton of. I had so much fun. Normally, the idea of a f- I was kind of like I was really looking forward to it 
because it's the biggest heavy metal festival in the world. And like what a mind trip that they asked you to do this silly thing that you just like emailed one over a few years and some guy like how it evolved into like I'm playing vodka. That's what, yeah. My brother was saying that to me the other. I was talking to him yesterday, and he was saying that he's he's like it is pretty funny how you yeah you just email some guy for no reason <laughs> and now you're like playing the biggest festival heavy metal festival yeah. in the world yeah so hopefully we can keep the ruse going but um but well what happened is my a buddy of mine who is like a fan of those original witch Tain emails you know when they came out in like 2005 or whatever he was a fan he was ground floor witch taint so all these years later He's involved with the festival, so he told them like, "Oh, you should have this," and they were like, oh, okay, I see. And then I talked to the guy who, you know, the guy from the festival who, like my that, friend is like, true. is a, is an agent. So he said, "Check this out," and he said, "Yeah," and uh, and they they acknowledged. They were like, "Yeah, we didn't know like because it's like a bunch of Germans. I mean, it, it a lot of German people, people from all over the world, but." we were up there and you could definitely see like oh these people know what we're saying mm-hmm. and what's know what's going on in this pocket of people over here have no idea like every show there would be some wasted guy who did not know what was going on and was wondering why two guys in corpse fan are on stage not playing any music was it a music <laughs> stage or a comedy stage like was there a, a- it w- it was we were the only comedy show there. Okay. So, so it was a stage in the, have you been you've been there before? I right? haven't been to Vaca, no. Oh you you have to. It's, yeah, I keep wanting to go. Uh well it's it, it was really comfortable. Like it was because I I've been to a ton of music festivals like Bonnaroo and all that stuff. And this was like a country club, a heavy metal club. <laughs> country club or something like it was just so nice and clean it, they have a they had a, a spiritual guidance tent i don't know what went on in there but it's the fact that they right? had it yeah i was like they had whatever your thing was they had it covered and the, the food was really good um but you know aside from the food in the artist area like i had some food out in the you know yeah. regular they take credit card everywhere well i'm glad you asked they take they took euros and then they 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 had this thing uh like the Vakan card where you would put money on a Vakan card like a, their own card mm-hmm. i see prepay could you a link prepay. that to a credit card and just pay no free? you have to like top it up or whatever I see. but and then you think oh i i see how that works then everyone has extra money and then mm-hmm. they just keep it not no. the case you can go back and get the money back. Right. Which is, of course, that's how it should be. Yeah. Like, it's not... They're wasn't, not trying to screw you. It's no, just, it was right. all, like, totally reasonable. Everything... They didn't charge you, like, 250 to get your, your money back either? <laughs> Some sort of no. processing? Everything was, like, T-shirts were reasonably priced. Everything. Oh. It was... There was nothing, like... For the people. It truly was. And it was awesome. And uh, I met Gall... That was a treat. That photo is incredible. And, it's know, weird that you are like the more metal looking p- 
person in the photo. Well, I, I, I mean, I, like ultimately, he's the more metal-looking person because you know, but just someone who wouldn't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, the, the, you know what occurred to me today, actually, because I, you know, a lot of times I'll go back and I'll look at that photo, <laughs> and just to brighten my day. But it, then I was looking at it, and then uh, I, I, re- I realized, wait a minute, it's like. 75 80 degrees when this picture picture is being taken he's wearing a a knee length leather jacket <laughs> yeah, like an, and like a overcome. turtleneck mm. with like medallions um and Can it you didn't imagine the swamp ass he must have <laughs> yeah it didn't occur to me at the time how ridiculous that was yeah and i thought like that but you know what if to draw a parallel I met Barry White in, I would say, 1996. And I went backstage to, at a Barry White concert in Cleveland. And it was had to have been 90 degrees backstage. And it was just, everyone's just dying. It's so hot. He comes out of his dressing room in like a floor-length leather jacket, turtleneck, sweater Mm -hmm. like not just a turtleneck shirt like a sweater Barry White don't wear t-shirts yeah he was just fully I just think like well as I say myself the pictures will tell the story when you go back and look you'll be like well that guy looks Barry White or Gall whichever (laughs) looks great and you're not going to remember like oh well I'll remember right but no one looking at the picture is going to say oh it was 90 degrees right yeah they're just going to be like, he looks awesome. And if you think about it, Barry White, you know, a T-shirt would be probably a little too form-fitting. And it, yeah, yeah, yeah. flattering. He's to, hiding. To yeah, he was. Physique. Exactly. So, um. What's Gall hiding? Gall, he's a, he's a tall guy. Yeah. But, but listen, not to keep comparing Barry White <laughs> and Gall, but here, here are the things. Both very tall. Mm-hmm. Both places. do not dress for the weather. They dress for uh, the legacy, I guess. Sure. And can, can we just back up a little? Like, how did you run into Gaul? I was seeing, I can't remember what band, but I, uh, I was coming back and I was a little, I'd had a couple of beers, so I was feeling a little loose. Mm-hmm. We had already done our show. So, cause, like, I never drink before shows because I'm a professional. Mm-hmm. But after the shows, I might get a little loose. And I was, so I was having fun. I was relaxed. And I was walking back to the artist area in Gall. He had his band Gall's Weird, I guess they're called. W-Y-R-D. It's probably pronounced some other way, some cool Norwegian way. And he's there with the, they're all getting out of their shuttle. And I was just like... Oh, it's gall time. <laughs> it's now or never. Yeah, I was just like, there's only one move here. So I went up to him and I said, hello, gall, I'm Dave. Um, big fan. Looking forward to seeing you perform later. I was wondering if it might be okay to get a picture with you. Oh, okay. And uh, he shook my hand. He was very nice. And he said, yes. We took the photo and I said, thank you. You have a nice night. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah. And that was that. Now... The next day, uh, 
a bath. Is that how you say it? A bath from yeah, I think I think yeah, a bath or abath. I think it's a bath. Yeah, uh, from a mortal. Well, formerly of a mortal, he's the guy for the listener who might might not know who we're talking about. He's basically the guy in every black metal meme on the internet. Right, is usually him. So he's there playing with his Motorhead tribute band, Bombers. Yes. And they're doing two nights. We did four. He plays out of makeup. Right. Bombers. He play, he's his, like his Lemmy. Hum, human self. This is exactly right. And so he, um, he... Great band, by the way. They played St. Vitus. Bombers did? Yeah, a few years ago. Oh, I didn't know that. But uh, so he's like, because every day... Um, you know, because we're in, not to diminish Witch Taint and say we're not a real band, because we are at this point. At this point, you have a music video. A whole record coming out soon. What? And, um, but I would walk around the art, because they have, a, everyone has like a tent in this sort of like tent, uh, this artist area. Or whatever. Yeah, it's right. tent. <laughs> and so I would walk, and then when I would get there every day at like 2.30, I would take a lap, I'd grab a slice of pizza, and I would take a lap around to see, like, what bands right. were. Right, do a little sightseeing. Yes, yeah, so around, because I, you know, I want to meet people sure. and say hello. Um, so I would take a lap every day and see who was, was there that day, and I saw that he was there. Well, Bombers was there. I was like, oh, my God. So I saw him in the his tent, and then most of the time, like, people, like, come and hang out. And like you can just be like, "Hey, how's it going?" So, uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, but atmosphere. he just wasn't. He was just in his tent the whole time. Like he was the only person I can think of that was like that. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what he was up to. But then I was left early at like I think eight o'clock on that first day that, the, and he was supposed to play at like nine thirty, but they were playing an earlier show the next day. So I was like, I'm going to see him then, right after Witch Taint. And so uh, so we're in the shuttle, and there's this uh, woman in the shuttle, and she's like, oh, my God, there's this guy freaking out backstage, like in the artist area, Uh-oh. like yelling at everybody, yelling at, like, and the staff was so nice at Vakken. Everyone, it was just, everyone was just so awesome. So I can't imagine how anyone would possibly get mad at anyone yeah. of the staff because they were all just amazing. You'd have to literally be on acid. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. So they're like, yeah, some guy's yelling at everybody. And uh, and then the next day at breakfast, Phil is like, oh, my God. We came back uh, to, to, the, to the artist area to get our stuff or whatever. And... Uh, and the police were arresting Abath oh, no. and throwing him in an ambulance. And he was, like, swearing at everybody. So I was like, ooh, this is juicy. I want to get the story on this. And uh, and so I get there and I go over to, like, the, you know, the, the hospitality desk or whatever. And I was like, so uh, what happened last night with Abath? And they wouldn't, they were just... Again, professional. They're right. like, he wasn't having a nice time, so he had to leave. <laughs> and so I was like, well, what? 
can you tell me anything more than that? And they said, no, I don't think we need to talk about it. Oh. Right. They don't want. They, they don't, don't want, want to gossip. Press. Like yeah. I've I've gossiped about it just now more than anyone has. But I feel like I haven't really spoken out of school too much because I don't really saw. know anything. Yeah. <laughs> I'm reporting what someone else may have seen. <laughs> but uh, anyway, I well, was You bummed. did get confirmation, though, as a good reporter. You got they the second s- source. They confirm. said he was, yeah, he was unhappy. <laughs> but I was bummed because I, w- I was really looking forward to seeing them. Yeah. And uh, they ended up not playing. He didn't think of your feelings when he, he didn't, got injected, you which I think, think is very selfish. If you're flying from Norway to Germany <laughs> to do a couple shows, you think, hey, how can I make this work for Dave Hill? Yeah. Makes yeah. sense. I'm getting concerned that our musical guest, Brown Bunny, is not coming. No, he's here. He's here? Yeah. I didn't realize when that. When I went and got him and let him in. I didn't know that. We got to get him down here. Okay, I'll go get him. I'm sorry. Yeah, I thought I, thought, I was just looking at my phone to see if he wrote. All right, I'll get him. I misunderstood. I thought they didn't come. It's They're here. Yeah. Oh, it's just Alex. Yeah. Oh, get him down here. Sorry about that. Um, so you should move over Merv Griffin style when he sure. comes down. But Absolutely. you're still on the show. Um, but I? I feel bad. Well, I'll apologize when he gets here. Mm-hmm. I I didn't. I thought I thought maybe he didn't show up, and he was upstairs. I missed I mean, the signal. What entertainment he's been getting this whole time? Well, he was probably <laughs> up there thinking, like, what's when are they going to grab me? <laughs> You're right. He's probably. Thinking. And I'm sitting here thinking uh, that he's not coming. Um, well, Sounds we like sorted a, that out. It's Des's fault, I think. No, no, it's definitely my fault for not. Um, he the- probably told me very directly, <laughs> and I was trying to figure out how to work. Right. A microphone or something. That was when uh, Anana Pussy called in. Anana, yeah, and my whole world was rocked. <laughs> but Containers, where were we? <laughs> um, but yeah, so so he got arrested. and then the, I the, guess, uh, or yeah. they, they asked or him to leave. Happened. He may yeah. not have been arrested. He might have just gotten like, too drunk or whatever. And, um, Maybe too acid. I don't know. Ingdave, this is my other move. I forget that someone's still on the phone. Mm-hmm. Ingdave. I, I kind of thought you forgot. I forgot, because, but then I heard some uh, some bong noises or something. <laughs> well, we're, we got Alex in here. Ingdave, okay, can, I'm can you call back in 20 minutes? You kidding? 20 minutes. Right, you got station ID. Close it out. Okay. Let's grab this call. Alex, I apologize. I He told me... Here, you're over there. Oh, okay. Hello, you're on the air. Hi. It's an actual woman. You, Des, you want to help him get set up? Yeah. And what, here, let's put that amp on that mic. Who's calling? This is Carrie. From Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. And you're on with me. Des is uh, taking care of business, so you're on with me okay. and Rob Pazbani, editor Warlord in chief <laughs> Warlord in chief. of metal metal injection dot net, the preeminent heavy metal website injection in the world. In the world. Hot. What uh what part of Brooklyn are you calling from? Real Brooklyn or you know, quote unquote <laughs> hipster real. Brooklyn. I don't know what's real anymore. That's true. It's fair. What's um, going on? I'm in first love. Okay. Uh, um, I'm I'm just calling to say hi. I mean, I feel. Sort of like, 
you know, a little jilted. I mean, now being woman number five, you know. You but you're you're woman number one, as far as I'm as. But you're the can num- you, number five is the cross and the tally. You're the special one. Yes. Can you talk more into the phone? Yes. In, in the better? traditional manner. Is this better? That's better. Okay, I, w- I had you on speaker. Oh, well, there's the problem. Yeah, this is better. What's what's happening? Um, Carrie? I uh, well, I had this crazy week. I um, I went to L.A. Um, oh I went to San Francisco. Boy. I called you from San Francisco. We, yeah, then, we recall. And then I and then I went to L.A. after that to see some friends, and um, and I I got to see Blondie. That was awesome. On my last night there, because um, I'm friends with Christine. So Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm going to stop you right there. What? I can't even remember now who who I was. Oh, because yesterday, I hate I hate starting stories by saying I tweeted this yesterday, but I did. <laughs> I tweeted something about complaining about people that watch videos on their phone with no headphones. Oh yes, terrible. And. Somehow, someone jogged my memory. I was flying, I think, to New Orleans, like a couple years ago. Okay. And I'm getting on the plane, and I see Debbie Harry and Chris Stein are sitting there. And I say, I, you know, I just passed them, and I was like, hey, you guys are awesome. I didn't know what else to say, and I, I usually don't say anything to anyone Unless I absolutely have to. Hmm. Like, no human interaction unless it has to happen. Yeah, yeah. But I saw them, and I, I just blurted it out. So like, it had, had to happen. Yeah, <laughs> I was just like, you guys are awesome. And they're like, oh, thank you. And then so I go back, and I'm sitting, like, you know, uh, a safe distance away from them. Five, six, seven rows or whatever. And someone is watching... T- uh, you know TMZ that the uh, totally Pop you know how they're like it goes like they're like <laughs> you know they're they're when their videos all yeah, they're pumper and then they have yeah exactly you know yeah. the lingo yeah. so <laughs> I keep hearing the TMZ bumper and then someone's yeah. watching videos on their phone and I'm just like who is the bastard <laughs> who's watching TMZ videos on their phone on this plane I want to kill them. I look up Chris Stein from Blondie. Uh, I feel like I don't need to protect him. No longer awesome. Because uh, he did it. I saw it happen. I don't like the band any less, but I was very disappointed. But you like the person a little less. I'll, 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 it made me think that he was out Maybe of Maybe t- he was on TMZ, and he was like watching what they... Had that said. wouldn't make it okay. <laughs> Why would that... That wouldn't that make, it make it acceptable. That might make it worse. <laughs> I, I think sitting that. If, can, I mean, can you it's, do that? Yeah, it's, I'm, I'm going to have to bring it up with him. Well, yeah. Can you? Do you have his number? Yeah. Call him now. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's asleep. Well, anyway, I mean, no, I was just a little disappointed. Well, you know, it's like a different generation. That's what. But I also have a friend. Who he has these speakers that hook up to like Bluetooth or something with his phone. It's somehow connected 
Speaking of sounding old, I don't know how it works. <laughs> but he would... I got on the subway with him, like, he's leaving, and he just turns on his speakers and starts playing music, like, pretty loud, like, really loud. And I was, like, mortified. What are you doing? But it was, like, really good music, and I was like, I was like, I guess it's, I'm embarrassed, but this is really good. I forget what he was playing, but it was, like, a classic jam. And uh, I feel like people were psyched. But I was also like wishing it wasn't happening. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but but you know if you just like if you just started dancing or something, it probably would have. It would have. Okay. It would have worked out. Money. It would have worked out. Well, Carrie. Speaking of, speaking of, oh, you have to go. We gotta go because we gotta give. Uh, I have to make things right because I. Uh, oh boy! Oh boy! Okay, I'll tell you my plane story next time. Wait, what is the plane story? We have a second. Oh boy. Okay, so I so I get on the plane, and um, and it's not on. I had first I went to the show, I went to the Blondie show, so I'm like, you know, hanging out backstage and, um, you know, having a lot of drinks, and then we and then I have to go to the airport at 4:30 in the morning, so I'm like, I'm just not going to sleep, obviously. That's so, never never a good plan. But go ahead. Yeah. Out. So I get on the plane, and I'm like, I'm exhausted, because it turns out I got there like an hour earlier than I thought. I thought it was at 7, it's at 8, and I'm just like, oh my God, get me on the plane so I can go to sleep, you know? I'm going to die. So I get on the plane, I sit down, I have the window seat, and I fall asleep. And then like 20 minutes up in the air, I wake up, and I'm feeling like, oh my God, like, that like really nauseous, like I have to get some food kind of feeling. Sure. And my hearing starts to go. And I was like, excuse me, excuse me. There's people next to me. And I pass them. And I um, start walking down the aisle. And my idea is to go into the bathroom and lay down on the ground. And I put my head between my knees because I'm starting to faint, I feel like. And then that's Wait, the last thing I remember. I'm sorry, I can't... And, he- we have a lot going on right now, and I can't because we're getting. Oh, no, 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 Alex, you're fine, Alex. Because okay. <laughs> we have fine, to, Alex. we have to sound check on air on this show. I guess I could technically play a song real quick, and we could come back. Yeah. Let's do that. Ka- Carrie, can you call back in a little bit? Yeah, I'll come back. Because we we have a lot. We, I want to do your story show. justice. It's a big show. Yeah, I don't want this to get lost. Call. We don't want to get this to. Okay, thank you. Okay. Let's take a quick... Uh, we're we're going to come right back with Alex from Bright Brown. What's the stone coldest jam I could play right now that's already in my playlist? <laughs> Let's have a look. Okay, I think I've found it. We'll be right back. And it's going to be incredible. That was. Everybody clap your oh, jeez. I didn't mean to get into a whole other song there. That was Purple Sun with Doomsday from Warfaring Strangers, colon, Acid Nightmares. War- what if it were Warfaring Strangers, colon, colon Nightmares? That's another show. Before that, Little by Little by Dusty Springfield. And now, joining us on the program, 
is Alex Nahas. Did I nail it? I know. Oh, I, I've never heard it better in my entire life. That was beautiful. Felt good. Yeah. From Bright Brown, you, you guys are playing tomorrow. Yes. Your drummer or your bandmate. Yeah, Nick is not here. He's not here. What What did he have? Like a his programs were on. He um, he's very he's very sensitive about venturing outside of New York City. This it is a journey of the mind it really coming is. all the way. I mean, I applaud yeah. both of you guys. You guys both. Do you live in Brooklyn as well? You don't have to say. I I do. I live you, in Brooklyn. And and you're in Brooklyn. Yes. Why? Yes. Why is yes. your mic? Oh yeah, that's the mic. You got to talk more. I see. My engineering skills. You're nailing it. Uh, so, some of the best in town. They They're say phenomenal. Um, At Abbey Road level stuff yeah. going on here. Yeah, mm. uh, Manhattan just is unattainable. I, I, you've lucked out. However, you found your lovely place for whatever rent no, you pay. That wasn't where this was headed. Saying mm. uh, I wasn't uh, saying like it felt no, like it. no, no, no. It my felt like there was an undercurrent. Of no, judgment. my my <laughs> no no. My point is, people sometimes they hear Jersey City, oh. and they think that's so far away, even though. It's just as easy to come to Jersey City, even easier, I would argue, from Manhattan as it is to go anywhere else, any of the other boroughs out there today. It's not that hard to get here from Brooklyn. I got here within half an hour. Yeah, very easy. Via car. But some people, you suggest they pop in to uh, Studio A here at WFMU, and they they bristle Mm. because of the distance. But we, we can't get into that now. Because we only have twenty minutes left, which Ooh. isn't, I think, I we can we can get we can squeeze a lot of hits out of Alex in we that can. time. Um, two minute gems. Let's get into it. Ten of them. Um, yeah, ten two minute <laughs> gems. But let's well, you, I, I know, we'll get into the instrument that you're about to play. Okay. After, after we get. Are you ready to? Kick out a jam? I could, yeah, sure. Please um, do. As why postpone joy? <laughs> you haven't heard it yet. Well, I'll st- if I don't like it, I'll stop it. Then you will postpone. Here we go. Uh, it's it's distorted in a very metal sort of way in wait, my phones, which you're, is awesome. Wait, this your your instrument? Yeah, it sounds sounds fuzzy. Let me, uh, it might be a little loud. May, um, may I take the liberty of turning it down slightly? Sure. I think it might also be these headphones. Little... Uh, it could be my headphones, yeah. It doesn't seem very loud in the room, but... Um... Oh, yeah, it's not very loud. I think it's okay. Let's, let's okay. Get, it's going to be fine. All right. I feel good about it. This is Alex Nahas from Bright Brown. Um, I'm going to start with a brand new song I actually haven't played anywhere anytime. So, as are you saying we're getting an exclusive? Wow. You're getting an exclusive. You're going to get me uh, falling flat on my face playing a song that I can't really play that well yet. That's that's how I roll. I, that's I start big. You're in the right place for that sort of thing. <laughs>
bones we are Not much else Chromosomes we are Maps of ourselves Yet we are criers we are Putting out fires we do Not much else Excellent. Thank you. That's. Are you snapping like a, a jazz cat? <laughs> well, a hip I cat. I feel like clapping is a little too. 
too much for this no setting. don't don't hold back that was <laughs> bright brown alex nas from bright brown playing tomorrow at bowery electric mm-hmm. with the full duo with the full you, duo you and and nick um nick and lots of pedals Lots of pe- well, not, not that we need Whoa. to bring that up right now. No, no, we it got enra- it's ten minutes left, or it's something? truly uh, <laughs> enrages people bringing up pedals. But <laughs> when off air, I will go down the wormhole with you. Nice. But the bigger thing is you're playing, and I, I would argue we're in the height. You're, you're playing the Chapman stick. Mm-hmm. Has anyone? Well, people could maybe guess, but as anyone has heard you on the show. When you were on last time, we've discussed the Chapman stick. But I would argue that we are in the height of Chapman stick season. It's possible. It's quite possible. Um, so I, f- I feel like you don't really see the Chapman stick as much. You, I feel like I used to see people playing it in the summer in New York. So maybe mm. it's not Chapman stick season anymore. Mm-hmm. You, it's a rare instrument. It's an elusive instrument. It likes to it likes to change seasons just as often as we change moods. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's true. Yeah, it, it's I can't keep track of it. I mean, it it does what it wants, you know. It now, what is? Am I wrong? Who is the guy? It's a guy. The chap, some guy Chapman, made, invented it. Emmett Chapman, and it's not that old, right? It's from when? Uh, it, it's it's came into the market like early 70s yeah it's it's so so i mean you know compared to the guitar or the piano or it's 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 very new yeah yeah and it's 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 uh you have to tap everything you you tap on the frets yeah there's no there's no plucking or strumming Mm -hmm. uh and it has a, a bass register and a melody register um the the strings are divided there are 10 strings are divided into five melody five bass strings and there is a pickup isolated just for the bass and one just for the melody and then you can split it today i just have one amp but but on stage you you split it yeah into a bass amp and a guitar amp yeah oh that's pretty cool and that that's when you take over the world yeah I now I'm now I'm like oh I gotta get it but that's my problem I'll I'll get a Chapman stick, and then it'll be like you just cleaned your office you exactly yeah yeah <laughs> you don't need one of these I know you yeah. just I've just cleaned the office I do not you're right I don't I my my brother-in-law with my they were moving to Australia and he said hey do you want my accordion and of course. Whoa. Open, you know, guys constantly exploring possibilities in life. Said, "Yeah, I want your accordion. Hell I haven't, yeah. I haven't broken it out once. Not that I don't want to, but I'm, but all by way of saying, I fear if I get a Chapman stick, that could happen. But, but look how passionately you're talking about it. It's worth it just for that reason. Well, yeah, I know the yeah. the, the potential is there. Right, like, what yeah. if you're writing the next great witch taint song, and you're like, this song just needs something else, one extra." If only we had an accordion. Wait. Push it over the edge. Yeah. Boom. Just just for like the middle. It's a little more heat. Yeah. Just the compression of the accordion and the extension of it. That's right. boom. Uh, so I, I gotta get there. Well, <laughs> enough about me and my uh, accordion dreams. Let's get it now. Now show. that we've yeah, that's now that we've. 
the cat's out of the bag that it indeed is the chat. And I, I apologize. I, I was uh, monitoring the sound via what we do here in the slick radio program is when guests are on the air playing music. James or Danny, who is ever here, some combination of both, goes to another room and tells me how it sounds on the radio. Oh, okay. And we have confirmation that it was slightly distorted. Now it is not distorted, which I feel mm. like is okay. George Martin level. It is, at uh, least. Skill that I have. George Martin and Jeff Emmerich put together, I would <laughs> yes. say. Yes. Yeah. So we have, to, we, we have to get to another hit. All right. Is that cool? Sure. Um, can I stay with my new hits for one more one more time? And yeah, yeah. Okay. You, you. I'm not, uh, you know, telling you to go back to the classics. Okay. Be free. Okay. Uh, well, it's kind of like that Pink Floyd concert that you got upset about, though, where they just played the new stuff. No, that Iron Maiden. But if oh, that was if, Iron Maiden. If sorry. Pink Floyd did that it. Would I would. I would be enraged as well. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, it was Iron Maiden. But you you were talking about Pink Floyd somewhere in there too, and I I guess I got all messed. Yeah. Up. No, there was a mention of Pink Floyd, but I can't remember. What happened? Um, all right. Well, um, given that it's late, I- I'm going to make another wise choice and play something kind of mellow and really put everybody to sleep. And then, uh, yeah. And then I'll end with something huge, huge. Yeah, yeah. Okay. To just blast people straight into tomorrow. Watch 
these ideas just sent people spinning. What's the world spin? I got nothing. Yes. More yes. Oh Don't God. hold back. Oh, Rob. that's that's just overwhelming. If, Thank see, you. If that's it, what I was saying. Thank you. You've had on Metal Injection. You've had, uh, I believe, someone playing a Chapman stick with uh, this yeah, distortion yeah, pedal. It's, it's definitely. Uh, it's what. It's a it's, very metal. Yeah, it's a very metal instrument. There's definitely be, yeah. metal musicians. Yeah. Who, yeah. who've used it. So absolutely, a lot of tapping in the progressive metal there is. scene. Yes. And yet, somehow, not enough. Mm-hmm. I <laughs> would argue. Mm. Who is I? W- I went to the Fear the Riff Expo. We, I can't even get into this because there's, well, it's pedal talk adjacent because it's guitar talk adjacent. But do, do you have a short song you can play? Um. Yeah. We, sure. Not to, and if it goes over, we'll just roll the credits and fade out. Okay. Well, and, uh, when you say short, what are we talking? We have three and a ha- three minutes left in the show. Mm. I've put undue pressure on you. You could just play a song and like on shows when they the credits roll and the band is still playing, we could do that. Okay. And Jesse will just start his show at midnight. And the more I talk, the more I'm making this worse. Kick it. All right, here we go. Green. 
screen Try and shatter this human dream Oh, what a year it's been Never too late to sing Spread the love and just keep Thank you, Alex Nahas from Bright Brown. See him tomorrow night at Bowery Electric. Thanks to Rob Pazmani from MetalInjection.net. Here's Jesse. We'll see you next week.